Quiz. Lots of Legos. Part of me thinks that Ice Cube might also be in it. I'm telling you, good, good cast. We watch movies so you don't have to. Welcome to Fifty Randy Quades, a movie review podcast. I am your host with the most Nicholas Cage movies. I am extremely humble and. Just so you know, I am your boy, Chucky B. And with me, my co-host, as always, 2002 NBA All-Star, JT Money. You know that's right. This is episode 130, The Lego Movie. It's a lot of episodes. Yeah, it is a lot of episodes. Well, I mean, like, we've watched over 50 Nicolas Cage movies. I know. I was there for all of it. No, that's a a lie. I wasn't... The majority of it. I mean, I've gone back... No, that's a lie. I have not gone back and watched Valley Girl still to this day. It's on one of my watch lists, though, on one of the, like, 12 streaming platforms I have. So I'll get to it one of these years. And like I just said, we just watched the Lego movie. And if you have any questions or comments, you can go to 50randyquades.com. And let us know what the fuck is up. I've got a comment, and I'd like to point out that this was a Chuck Banner pick. It was a Chuck Banner pick. You know why? Because this movie is fucking awesome. They talk about that in the movie, actually. They do. They do. And just in case you didn't know, this is a story of a nobody who saved everybody. And this tagline, the second tagline, was really only relevant to right when this movie was coming out or to before it was coming out right like assembling in 2014 that's like just kind of letting you know the lego movie is going to be here in 2014 it's also a riff on i'd say the avengers assembling yeah probably probably and you assemble and you assemble legos like assembly is like literally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. assembly required but anyway, it, it makes sense. It, it's it's punny. I like the first one better because it's because it's cheesy. Oh yeah, the first one's way better. So just in case that you're new to Fifty Randy Quaid's a movie review podcast on episode 130, the Lego Movie, I would like to point out that we talk about. You're everything. getting to that before you introduce the trailer, though. Oh, Aha! Shit, Usually right. it's me skipping All over right. the fucking something. This time it was you. All right. Well. Just like this movie was assembled in, I don't know, 2014, (laughs) this trailer is brought to you right about meow. I'm Emmett. I'm just going to come right out. I have no idea what's going on at all. My fellow master builders, including but not limited to Superman, Wonder Woman, The Mermaid, Green Ninja, 1980-something Space Guy, Michelangelo, Michelangelo, and the 2002 NBA All-Stars. We have learned that Lord Business plans to end the world as we know it. There is yet one hope, the special 
has arisen. I think I got it, but just in case, tell me the whole thing again. I wasn't listening. very dark gray. Hey, pal, I, I hate to tell you this, but uh, I don't think you're supposed to be here. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to report you. basement world again this is actually the first time we've been there uh, no as a podcast oh yeah 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 yeah. i mean like personally i've seen this movie like 20 personally that this is the first time i've watched the movie personally well you're welcome i would have gotten to it eventually anyway again it's on a queue somewhere that i got into a few years down the road well if you're new to this show the 50 randy quaid's movie review podcast at episode 130 the Lego movie. I just want to say thank you and welcome and uh, LOL. Lots of love. Yeah, because you know, you got to give it to get it and then you got it. That's good. Also, in this case, lots of Legos. Booyah. Also, just so you know, we're going to tell you everything about this movie. Or at least we mean to. So we're going to give you guys a little warning. And we're going to be like, oh, here's a little warning. After that warning, we're going to spoil the fucking shit out of this movie. So fucking hard is going to break your Lego collection in half. I mean, I hope it doesn't do that. If you've spent time building it and you didn't crazy glue that shit together like a fucking crazy person. The craggle. Don't. I hope. I really hope it doesn't. I didn't realize what the craggle was for a while. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this craggle shit? Like, I love it. And then you see you see the yeah. bottle, and you're like, oh, so fucking course, man. Of course. Oh, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself here. We're giving spoilers before. Well, I mean, those are probably in the fucking trailer. We'll give you a little countdown, though. We're going to give you a little countdown, though. You want to spoil it this no, week, no, Chuck, no, or no, you no. leave it to I me? cannot spoil things like you can spoil things. Okay, okay, Just like. Okay. I can do IMDb breakdowns better than you. Oh, I was going to ask you, though, because I've only gotten one crack at it in my whole run. In 130 episodes of 50 Brandy Quades, I've gotten one shot at the IMDb breakdown, okay? And maybe this week isn't the week, especially because it's your pick. But at some point in the future, I need to give give another shot at the IMDb breakdown. But in the meantime, why don't you give me an IMDb countdown? And then I'll give the spoilers. So it's going to be a countdown from three to one, starting now. Three, two, one. So there's this little kid who wants to fuck around with his dad's 
Lego set in the basement, and this is in real life, mind you. What we get to see, though, is the Lego version of his imagination when he's playing out. He's turning it from all these separated Lego set worlds into just complete and utter and beautiful chaos. And his dad is like, go fuck yourself, dude. I'm Lord Business. And the kid's like, oh no, Emmett's going to save the day. And in the end, Emmett saves the day. Emmett's just a kid as a construction worker Lego man, basically. And Lord Business is his dad. And boy, did they do a good job of making that Lego character look like Will Ferrell. (laughs) Yeah, that Lego character looked just like (laughs) Will Ferrell. Emmett did not look much like Chris Pratt. Well, then he just looked like a regular fucking Lego character. That's the whole point. (laughs) <laughs> That's the whole point. Just with that His generic face is so generic. Hair. He looks exactly like everybody else. Dial. Except when they, <laughs> when they when they go to the wild they go to the wild west and the fucking robot sheriff's like put a cowboy hat on it and he does and he's like oh I know where that guy's at yeah because he sees him everywhere. All I needed was the cowboy hat. So anyway, Emmett saves the day, and the Legos don't get super glued together, crazy glued together, and they set up for the Lego Movie too. Yes, the Duplo shows up, and I looked into it, and there is a sequel, and I'll probably watch it. Yeah, I haven't seen the sequel yet, actually, to be honest. Really? You've watched this one 20 plus times, and you never watched the sequel? I have the sequel, I just still haven't watched it. I You even have it in your possession, and you haven't watched it? That's madness to me. Yeah. Um, what I, I saw, I read a quick overview, and it's basically the, the war with the Duplo, so. Alright, cool. There you go. Get down on that. I just want to see more Lego characters building awesome Lego shit out of nowhere, like it's the Matrix. Like there was a bunch. That was bad. There was a bunch of that in this, but I wanted so much more of it. It was really that was really awesome. This movie is an animation action adventure. The animation was really well done. I think in this movie, it looked like fucking Legos, man. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> it was really cool. No, yeah, they did a great job. And it's rated PG for uh, mild action and rude humor. It was written for adults to watch and for kids to enjoy at the same time. No doubt about it. I wouldn't, it wasn't like crude humor, but even the storyline itself was very adult-oriented and it's like anti-business sort of thing. Like in the beginning when you don't know that Lord Business represents this one specific dad and this one specific kid... It almost feels like, shit, is the Lego movie coming out here with, like, an anti-capitalist stance? This is fucking weird. It was definitely uh, an interesting stance that it seemed that the movie had going for it, which I thought was really cool. I I still think that is ultimately a big part of the message of this movie, too. Like, I think just because there's a reveal that it's a more intimate story than that based on real life people not animation, that story, like, that that message still exists, but what makes it a kid movie... Is it that isn't the main thrust of it? It's about the dad and the son. Yeah, and trying to have the relatability. Well, obviously, this fucking movie crushed it at the box office when it came out uh, February 7th, 2014, debuting at number one for $69 million. Yeah, which is already a profitable movie in its debut. Since oh, the shit. estimated budget of this movie was $60 million. Oh, damn. All right, well, let's just jump ahead before we talk about anything else, because I'm really just looking at this now. This movie made $408 million in profit. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking gross. What? Yeah. Here domestically, $257 million, uh, or $257.7 million, 
And then in all foreign lands, this movie made $210.3 million. So it just fucking crushed it everywhere. Everybody wanted to see the Lego movie. Well, you're talking about a brand that already exists and is gigantic on its own right as the product that they create. And then how many fucking superstars are in this movie? Not only the superstars that provide the voices, but the characters that they get the license to use in the movie in conjunction with each other that cross oh, yeah. so many different boundaries. Batman? Just Well, just because they've got the rights for that shit for their toys, too. So I'm sure it's easy for Lego to be like, let's all just work together here. We got Batman. We got Gandalf. We got fucking Swamp Thing. Ninja Turtles. We got, we got Shaq. We got fucking Abraham Lincoln we got cleopatra we got like just an insane i mean most of those are just like you see them superman green lantern fucking wonder woman yeah it, well you it, got the whole jla basically yeah there's so many it's it's crazy star wars we got fucking han solo lando calrissian chewy c3po they fucking pop up in the mix of the millennium <laughs> falcon like i would have got a little gay there for a minute too i was like oh shit like what are they implying here Lando just popped up from the cockpit right underneath fucking Han Solo. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was real weird. And then they invite Batman in to have a little man fun. I'm like, like damn. You got room for one dude? Oh, I was looking. He's like, he tells Wildside, fucking Elizabeth Banks, his girlfriend. He's like, this. we can't know if this relationship will work unless I can go and hang out with a bunch of dudes by myself. And I'm like, that's the most fucked up shit I've ever heard. <laughs> It was yeah, really like, funny, dude. He's like, if I, he's like, he's like, in order for this to work, I have to be able to leave a party with random strangers whenever I want. It almost felt like when when Lando popped up from underneath in that cockpit, it almost felt like a robot chicken moment. Which the movie <laughs> yeah. itself, the movie itself didn't feel that way at all. But that one particular moment almost felt like they were roasting. Like it was weird, but they had. So many funny moments. But they had Harrison Ford and Lando Calrissian in or and Lando Calrissian, Billy D. Williams in there doing the voices. Like I don't was that Shaq? Because it didn't sound like Shaq. Uh, to be honest, I'm not hundred percent sure. I didn't look at the credits and I'm not gonna check now. Alright, so back to the other top five here, because I don't really know any of them. Uh, the Monuments Men, it was a pretty big movie too, and it's uh opening debut at twenty two million dollars. Obviously not nearly as big as the lego movie which just dominated everything so when i'm reading the monuments man a i don't know what it is but b it's, i think hold on b i think boring. b i think it's a combination of two nicholas cage movies the matchstick men and national treasure mixed I think together it wants to be like national treasure but it's not kind of like a it's, it's, it's kind of like a da vinci code it's like thing the german too. national treasure but it's like the americans trying to steal all the german i don't I tried to watch this movie multiple times and fell asleep every single time. It's got an all-star cast. Who's in it? Matt Damon. Ah, I'm already out. I really like Matt Damon in some things. He's fine, but if he's the first name you're giving me, it's not a good sign for the movie. There's a lot of people in it. I just don't remember outside of Matt Damon. Okay, let's move on to number three, Ride Along, which came in in week four for $9.5 million. Don't know what that is. I believe it's a Kevin Hart movie. I was going to ask, is it an Ice Cube movie? But Kevin Hart makes more sense. This isn't 2005. Part of me thinks that Ice Cube might also be in it. I swear to God. All right, hold on. We need to do some fucking 50 Randy Quaid's fact checking. I'm going to look up real quick. I'm going to look up. Most of it is just just guessing off of memory. No, this this, this, is right. Ride along film series. 
You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. It's Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. <laughs> it is. Yes. It is. We yes. nailed it. We nailed it. I yes. knew in my I knew in my gut yes. Ice Cube had to be right, and you brought the other half of the equation. We killed it. Let's find out who else is in Monuments, man. Speaking of Ice Cube, number four, Frozen. Well, what is that? Week 12, $6.8 million. That's a phenomenon of a movie. It was a fucking cultural... Yeah, people still fucking talk about Frozen to this day. Yeah, there's that song, the Let It Out or Let It Snow. I don't know. <laughs> It's it's no this is awesome. I'm pretty sure it's much. I'm pretty sure it's a let it go. Let it go. Oh, we got George Clooney, Matt Damon, Bill Murray, Kate Blanchett, John Goodman, Bob Balaban. Okay, that's about where I fall off on who I know. You, good, but that's good six, that's, cast. that's six solid ass names that I can fuck with there, but I'm still not going to because it's a war slash drama with that cast. Not 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 nope. Yeah. Not happening. What I about, typically don't like war movies, so what about Lone Survivor? Coming in week seven for five point five million. Let's let's loan Survivor. All right. Is that a, is that a Gerard Butler movie? I don't think it's a Gerard Butler movie. I want to say it is a Mark Wahlberg movie, a war movie. It's Mark Wahlberg. Yes, I'm good. And then a whole bunch of other people. I mean, Emil Hirsch, Taylor Kish, Ben Foster, Eric Bana. So, I mean, there's some people, but not a, not a woman among them because it's a war movie. Uh, yeah. Again. Probably, I, I remember the movie, I remember not watching it. I'll tell you right now, if Mark Wahlberg is involved, it is an even harder pass for me in most cases than a Matt Damon I do movie. like Mark Wahlberg, too. Oof, I like him less than Matt Damon. But I've seen Ride Along multiple times. I've never, have you seen the whole film series or like Lego Movie, did you stop at one? I think like Lego Movie, I stopped at one. I think there's only two. Yeah, I don't think I watched the second one. That's, that's fine. Oh, it's all coming back to me now, too. Like, the whole movie's coming back to me. Like, Ice Cube's a cop, and Kevin Hart's, like, gonna marry his sister. Ice Cube's sister. His sister, not his daughter. So he's, like, gonna go on a ride-along with Ice Cube. Of course. Because they don't have a father, so he's, like, gonna be, like, talking to him, like, the father figure almost. Yeah, yeah. and then some shit goes down, and Kevin Hart proves himself to be a man, and then Ice Cube's like, okay, it's fine if you fuck my sister, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, you you got it. That's the whole movie. Yeah, I know. It was funny. I'm sure it was. But again, there are so many movies I want to see that Ride Along is, like, obviously there's a piece of it lodged in my brain, because I knew Ice Cube was associated with it, but... I'm not, like, in a rush to get to it. I got a stack of my own DVDs and Blu-rays I haven't watched yet. Oh, yeah, I feel you there. I still haven't watched The Ten. The what? The Ten. Tater Ricardo gave it to me, and I haven't watched it yet. The fuck is he The Ten? He gave it to me, like, a year ago. What is The Ten? Maybe longer. Paul Rudd's in it. That's all I remember. There's a lot of actors in it. it another star-studded cast. Of course. It's supposed to be hilarious. Have you heard of the motherfuckers who wrote this screenplay and directed this movie? Christopher Miller and Phil Lord, I have not heard of either of them. Nope, me either. All I remember is that they did write and direct it. Because when I was writing it down, I was like, oh shit, they did write and wrote it. You know, they wrote it and directed it. That's crazy. It makes sense. I, You know, I don't think that's... Obviously, I don't think that's necessary for a movie to be good. But often you can have a more cohesive narrative, narrative element. Yeah, well, it also depends. It also depends on like what editor you're working with, what cinematographer you're working with, and all that. Like, there's so many factors. There's a lot more to it than necessarily we see. Just you know, just people watching it. 
especially in an animated movie. Oh, I'm, I try to be cognizant of all these things when I'm watching a movie. I try, but mostly I just try to get into the movie. Well, I already got to fucking sit here and take notes on it while I'm watching it anyway for this goddamn thing. So I might as well be critical of the whole process. <laughs> there you go. There you go. At least one of us should, right? Yeah. So let's kick off this star-studded cast here. I don't like where you started, so I'm going to start somewhere else. I just went else. in order of what IMDb had. I'm going to start with our man Morgan Freeman as Vitruvius, the like leader of the Master Builders. Yeah. Not really, but like kind of, he's the one who's heading up this gang that's rolling out this prophecy that Chris Pratt is the the special. Yeah, he's he's the one who makes up the prophecy on the spot. So then we have a fucking beautiful surprise. I mean, I knew he was in the movie, but the way it crops up is like, oh shit, if you didn't know, Will Arnett is Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Their use of Bruce Wayne in this was so fucking perfect. Bruce Wayne, who's that? <laughs> Seriously? Like a cool guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so fucking good. Um, we've got his girlfriend for most of the movie, Wild Style slash Lucy, played by Elizabeth Banks. Oh, I love Elizabeth Banks. She's such a good actress. She's so good. The greatest thing about this movie is as pretty much every voice came up, I didn't even need to check to see who it was. I didn't no, look at the phone. No, you knew. You could just tell whose voice it was for every single one of them. And I was really surprised when fucking Liam Neeson popped up as good cop, bad cop. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, are you kidding me? They got him in this too? <laughs> and then, of course, there's uh, Chris Pratt, who plays our hero, Emmett Brickowski. And our villain, Will Ferrell, as Lord slash President Business and the Man Upstairs. You got that right. I'm going to add in two more that I remember off the top of my head. Charlie Day as Benny, the spaceship man. And Allison Brie as Unikitty. Yep. Like like I said, there's just so many people in this movie that I could have wrote down the entire cast. When I heard fucking Charlie Day's voice pop up as a just basically like insane, almost like completely coked out spaceman, I was losing my mind well, with like the and, broken and the great. broken helmet and because he keeps doing like the same bit throughout the whole movie where he just like starts building the spaceship. He's like, "Oh, you mean this awesome spaceship I'm building for you guys right now? All right, cool." And then he like kicks it and it all falls apart. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we don't need that. He's like, oh, damn. And so he breaks it. And then finally, in the end, they need it. And he builds the best fucking spaceship of all time that destroys <laughs> awesome. everything. It's just Charlie Day was, you couldn't have cast him. And that's the thing with the whole cast. I don't think you could have cast anyone better than who they fucking got. Oh, yeah, it was, it was great casting all the way around. So since you are so good at it. Chucky B, and I know you're so humble about it as well. Why don't you give us that IMD, IMDb breakdown? An ordinary Lego construction worker, he's thought to be prophesized as special. He's recruited to join a quest to stop an evil tyrant from gluing the Lego universe into eternal stasis. Prophesied. Yeah, what I say? Prophesized. Prophesized. Touche, touche. I fuck up I'm just words. Saying. I fuck up names. I'm just saying. Can't read. All right. Let's get into this motherfucker more than we already have. I mean... I wrote a lot of notes. I wrote a lot of notes, too. I'll let you take charge here, though. It's your movie. You know, and it seems like I... I, The more notes I write, the more I like the movie. But that's not necessarily true even anymore, because, like, I just wanted to write notes to, like, show me where we were at in this movie. Because so much fucking happens in this movie 
it's easy to lose shit. Well, it starts out just immediate action. Like, basically, Will Ferrell kicks down the door of fucking Morgan Freeman's lair. And he's like, bitch, I'm stealing the craggle from you. And now I'm going to go end the world. Go fuck yourself. And then, like, he doesn't kill him, but he, like, leaves him for dead, it seems like, or whatever. Yeah, he, he like, takes his eyesight. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? And then, like, right before Lord Business is able to escape with the craggle, uh vitruvius is all like he's like ah shit i need something so he's like oh there's a prophecy and he goes into this whole bit about how there's a prophecy and whatnot and there's a special and basically this one motherfucker is going to show up he's going to be able to grab the cap to the crazy glue bottle and he's going to be able to he's going to be able to put the cap on the crazy glue metaphorically and literally ending this fucking threat against all lego kind yeah and so Lord Business doesn't even believe him. But then we fast forward eight and a half years and it's just an intro to Emmett waking up and he goes through like, like even right when he first wakes up, he has to follow the instructions of like what to do to live like a happy, like a uh, quote unquote happy life. And he's like, breathe. Like I thought that was hilarious or how he like almost leaves the house without putting clothes on oh yeah but they show slightly that he's kind of got a mind of his own that's just buried underneath the bullshit because while he's watching tv he sees this thing well, he it. sees this thing from president business who's like he says something about putting everyone to sleep and chris pratt thinks about it for a second or emma thinks about it for a second and he's like put everyone to sleep are you kidding me and then his tv show where my pants comes on and the dude just yells where are my pants well he's not wearing pants and chris pratt just loses it and when he stops laughing he's like i was kind of thinking about something before wasn't i ah forget about it yeah he's like, he's like was i thinking about something ah who cares so he gets the fuck out he goes to work and at work everything is awesome oh yeah literally everything is awesome the song goes and they're singing the song for like five hours it's the most popular song on the radio in this brickville i knew that song i had heard i'd never seen this movie before but i've had people sing that song to me before oh i bet you in 2014 i was singing this song a bunch no you were absolutely singing the song in 2014 seven years ago just being like everything you don't have to do it awesome. right now i mean you can but you don't have to i mean i did it a lot i haven't done it in a while but i definitely did it when like I put this movie on, and when I was watching, I was like, oh, shit, dude, this movie is fucking Well, at the end of the workday, he's like, yo, bros, let's go hang out. Like, let's do some things. And they just kind of, like, act like he isn't there because they don't really know notice him. And he just... Yeah, he's super, he's super forgettable because all he wants to do is what everybody else wants to do. Well, he ends up, like, losing his instructions in the wind, and as he's chasing him down, he sees, like, this, this path that goes down into the construction site. They, they're basically just tearing down they're gentrifying a neighborhood and again they're they're giving that message of like anti-corporate anti-gentrification all this kind of shit and i'm just like lego movie in 2014 i didn't realize you're gonna have fucking politics like this like i'm kind of intrigued but there's this tunnel underneath all that rubble and there's this girl in a hoodie who ends up taking her hoodie back and he just immediately you see from the outset his goal is he wants a happy instruction show you with a, a wife and a family at the end of the day and so when he sees her he immediately is like boom I'm in love. That's my that's my chick right there. We're gonna make this happen. Well, and it's funny because she does like the classic TV trope, like TV movie trope, for like the beautiful woman, like the the slowdown of like camera and everything like that. So like you can see her hair like like flopping around, and I don't know how to explain it. Okay, 
she she pulls her hood back and she flips her bangs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, it's funny in the Lego thing because it's just her hair is like swiveling. It just rotates. It just rotates hilarious. on top. Oh, it's so good. Like they definitely play within the rules of Lego. It's like fire in this looks great. It's just little, and that's the other thing too in Washington. It's like I so had many fucking, explosions. I had so many of the like Lego sets when I was a kid. Like there's a lot of the more modern shit. Obviously, didn't have, but seeing a lot of those pieces i was like oh my god i had all that shit like it's just crazy to see it presented like this like i don't know it was it was fun so he goes down the hole after her because she runs away down the path and he's like where the fuck are you at and then he falls down this big old hole and he falls 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 and he goes into this room where the piece de resistance is and then he like gets like stuck to it and he wakes up being interrogated well they show throughout the movie he has these weird like hallucinations or visions as they call them and what we find out later is just when the kid removes him from the world when he gets pulled off of the table he sees this strange tunnel that he goes through and then like he doesn't know what the fuck happens till he comes back until later in the movie he does wake up on the other side yeah of of the tunnel, but in this case he doesn't. He wakes up in police custody. Well, I I thought it was also pretty funny too, where he's like when he sees that piece of the the piece of resistance or the crazy glue cap when he sees that, and he's like, "Oh man, like what am I supposed to do?" He's like, uh, "I feel like I should touch it." Because, like, he hears, like, the whispers of, like, touch me, touch me. Oh, yeah. The whole time this thing is going, touch me. And you see him, like, walking towards to touch it. And there's, like, the rules on the ground that say don't touch strange pieces. He steps on them as he's walking towards it. It is great. I love that. First time in his life he didn't follow the instructions. Yep. And he got fucking stuck to a crazy glue cap. He became and wound special up in jail. because he didn't follow the instructions. He's being interrogated by good cop, bad cop. Who's basically like, yo, you're so fucking special. And bro's like, no, I'm not special at all. And the cop's like, yeah, you are. You're lying to me. And dude's like, no, I'm not special. And the cop's like, fine. Let's just watch this video about your coworkers and what they have to say about how special you are. Yeah, and they're basically like, oh, this guy's super forgettable. He's just a uh, blank sp- blank slate like he's super generic and there's really nothing nothing to him he just wants to do what everybody else wants to do and pratt's like he's so or, or so good cop or bad cops like so what do you gotta say for yourself and pratt's like man nothing you heard it i'm a nobody and the cops like exactly diabolical yeah he's like or something he's like, along that line perfect cover and he's like what and he's like what do you know about the piece of resistance he's like i don't know anything about it he's like oh yeah how come it's stuck to your back? So they take him to this room and they're going to melt his ass down after they take the fucking cap off of his back. Like, that's the plan here, right? Yeah, their plan is to definitely just murder this guy. But before they can even get that thing off of his fucking back, Wild Style shows up and, and she fucks everybody well, up. And she delivers this brilliant line. Come with me if you want to not die. Oh, they were definitely playing on the come with me if you want to live yeah. for sure. And like, I don't know how I felt about it. Like, it was fine. I but I also it. was like, that was one of the only ones that I feel fell flat on me was that one. I was like, okay. I, I feel like they did that multiple times throughout the movie. They did. I said, this is one of the only ones that fell flat on me. I just, I thought it was so great. So anyway, they're running away and she's, 
showing what a master builder is, which is, I think, a term we've heard so far, but what the fuck is it? And she, basically what it means is you have had a vision of the real world and have seen that you can build whatever you want because the you kid see, has played... Like, like the kid has played with you. Everything, like, the world is, like, just kind of presenting the individual Lego pieces as like, oh, I can use this to build this. And like, essentially if you were a piece that was put together by Will Ferrell as the dad, you had no knowledge of anything about the instructions. But if the kid had come down there and pulled you apart from that and built other shit with you, then you're like, oh fuck, I can do this now too. And this is her building a badass motorcycle to get away on. Like some kind of like some kind of motorcycle chopper fucking I didn't even know. It was wild as hell. Yeah, it was ripping through traffic. And she thinks he's also a master builder. So she's like, hold on. I got to go deal with some shit. You're driving this thing now. Yeah. And then he's like, like he, he loses control. And while doing so, is like taking all the enemies out. And she's like, wow, he's even better than I thought. But as they're going through this tunnel that's going to lead them into a different part of the universe, she finds out by asking him like, what his favorite song is, which is Everything is Awesome. Well, she's like, what is what his favorite she's like, restaurant your, is. She's like, what's your favorite restaurant? And he's like, any chain restaurant. What's your favorite what's your favorite TV show? And he's like, uh, where are my pants? What's your favorite song? Everything is awesome. Oh no. And then they go through the fucking tunnel and she's pissed at him. They come out in the Wild West world. And she's like, I thought you were a master builder like me. And secretly, she's like, I wanted to be the fucking oh, special. Yeah. She wanted to be the special. Who didn't want to be the special, though? Well, this dude is convinced that he's the most regular-ass dude on Earth. And now people are trying to tell him he's some fucking special-ass dude. And he's like, what? What? And so I made a point here right now that she lies about having a boyfriend to like put him off. I wrote lies. Well, how wrong I was oh, when also, Batman shows up can, as her boyfriend. I'm also, like, god damn it. Can we also comment on how... Multiple people ask her if she's a DJ when she says her name's Wild Style. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, they knew what they were doing when they named The first time she says her name, he's like, really? Wild Style? That's your name? Like, from the outset, they're like, this is a ridiculous name. And then on top of it, uh, Vitruvius is like, wait a second. Are you that one student I had that was so insecure she kept changing her name? For Simon? Oh, yeah, I think he... You think he rattled off a bunch of old ones? Yeah. What was like no smile or never smile? I don't remember them. I didn't write them down. I just remembered one of them. It was like never smiles or no smile. It makes sense. And she's like, no, no, that's that's not me. That's not me. I'm just wild style. So she explains to him now because he's got no clue what the fuck is going on. He's like, yeah, Lord business. She's he's like. She's like, what you know is president business is lord business. And this motherfucker has taken all the Lego worlds and separated them into separate universes. And they can't mingle with each other. And that's some fucked up shit. We're coming here to meet with some other master builders so we can, like, stop that from happening. Because he's trying to... Well, he tells her, oh, yeah, he says something about destroying the world. And she's like, oh, fuck, I had no idea it was that serious. We need to go find Vitruvius. And it's funny because, like, as she's telling him all this... He's looking back at her, and he just sees her say, like, proper noun, backstory stuff, blah, blah, blah. And and he's, like, trying to snap himself out of it so he could pay attention. But he keeps just, like, like looking at her saying, like, like she's saying that. She's like, I'm mad at you for some reason. 
<laughs> it's because he's he's an idiot. He's an idiot. And that's <laughs> this this and what I love about it is the movie never waver like the fact that he is an idiot is what makes him the special one. <laughs> like yeah. his his best idea is a double decker couch. And they keep coming back to it. Oh, it, I, I was like, if this doesn't pay off somehow, it's almost going to annoy me. But then the it paid off in the best couch. way possible. It paid off so fucking well. But the whole time, everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me? That's the worst idea have you well, ever heard. I love it when they go into his mind to like, he's like, all right, first we got to go into your mind. And they get there and he's like, wow, is this my head, my brain? He's like, I must be really smart. <laughs> and Vitruvius is like, there's not much going on around <laughs> Not much going on up here. Well, it's up inside his brain that they realize, like, it's empty as hell, but when he they, they bring up something about the man upstairs, his brain fucking, like, pops this hand yeah. into his brain, and Wildstyle's like, oh, shit, man, you've seen the hand? Like, that's some serious shit. He's like, you've seen the man upstairs? He's like, oh, man, this creepy hand thing? He's like, oh, man, I was just thinking this. And so, basically, Morgan Freeman's like, well, shit, then, man, you're already on your way there. You just gotta believe that you can build some shit, and then you can build some shit. It's that easy. Just believe it. And Chris Press is like, yeah, I don't know about all that, man. Well, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, most master builders have so many things in like their mind that they're thinking about. He's like, you don't think about anything. So, he's like, you've already eliminated the hardest part, which is like clearing your mind all you got to do is believe in yourself now just like he's like i know it sounds like a stupid fucking cat poster man but he's like just believe now me now meanwhile over in lord business's office tower he invites good cop bad cop into his into his chambers where he's got these human relics on display like the cloak of bandaid (laughs) dude that shit was or the sword of that shit was fucking killing me so much and he's like, listen, bro, check all this shit out. Also, check out this craggle that I got, bro. And that's where we see that it's just an old beat-up bottle of crazy glue. And he's got good cop, bad cop's parents in the room. And he squirts them with it and they're stuck. And he's like, now I need you to finish the job. To show me that you're truly on my side, you need to super glue your parents to death. And Liam Neeson can't do it, right? So he's like, I knew it. I knew your good cop part wasn't fucking wasn't was holding you back bad cop and so he takes the the nail polish remover and puts that on his face takes off the good cop and then the bad cop takes over yeah he fucking squirts him down covers him up in that crazy glue and he's so basically he's like bad cop you need to fucking take care of business here you need to go you fucked up when you let that dude escape you let wild style show up in here and get the special because he believes that Chris, that Emmett is the special. Yeah. He believes that he can actually do something. So he shows up at the saloon. That's bad cop. He shows up. And the sheriff's like, yo, them bros are upstairs. So they bomb that door. They blow that shit up. Dude, there is so many explosions. And in chase this movie. scenes. The chase scenes are so good. Yeah. This one's amazing. Yeah. They're Every awesome. Every single chase scene in this is wild. And there are so many of them. And you don't expect. At least the first time I watched this, I did not ex- like. And it's funny thing is, just like you said, like don't really know necessarily what to expect. Walk. I expected the action, but I didn't expect it to be as abundant as it was. There's just so much of it, and it's like the chase scenes are incredible because it's like it goes 
across all these different lands too shit doesn't really even kind of slow down until you introduce the human characters and you yeah. step out of the world a little bit and it gives you a chance to fucking kind of breathe and readjust from all the bright colors and the insanity that's going on. And you dip back into it and you kind of go back and forth throughout the rest of the movie. I just think it was brilliant because, yeah, an hour and 40 minutes of all of that, that craziness would have been nuts. But they did a great job of just putting on so much on the front end. And you just, at least I was sitting there just amazed by how crazy it was because it all looked different, too. It was all so unique. That's what was really cool about it was like you go from this like brick city to the the old west and then they kind of like break down a bunch of the realms for you and then yeah there's there's middle zealand um which was like the the medieval times one um what else was there well, we go to Cuckoo Clock Land or whatever it was. Yeah, we go to Cloud Cuckoo Land. There it is. And for that's the, for the Master Builder meeting after Batman saves them when they're escaping. Well, oh, dude. Uh, bad cop. They go on this wild ass chase through the fucking desert, like just building these crazy things. They're trying to convince Emmett that he can build what he wants, and he does not. He puts like two two piece Legos together and just like chucks it like a boomerang, basically. Do do you notice how at the end, the kid, yeah, the kid does the same thing? I was like, oh yeah, they did do so much of that, like just great storytelling in this movie, like that, like little shit. But he ends up saving the day for a moment when they're about to go off because one of the wheels gets fucked up, and he's like, I got to put on something that spins. I got to put on something that spins, and his head starts spinning, and so he's like, I'll just use my head. So he literally puts the wheel on top of his head and becomes yeah, part of the takes wagon. His hair off, yeah, and puts the puts the wheel up there. Really, really, again, one of the first things that he's doing willfully against the instructions. This is still very early for him, but it saves yeah. it saves the day. And Wild Style's like, "Hell yeah, dude! You finally did something fucking worthwhile." And so he's like half hard at that. I mean, he's a Lego, so he's all hard all the time. But you know what I'm saying? Figuratively hard. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not going to go too deep well, into that. He keeps trying to do the only thing he really can do: touch your hand. Her hand. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, they could do more than that if they wanted to, but they're not going to in a PG movie. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. You just put them up against each other and like rub them a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, they did kiss at the end. Yeah, you just smack plastic together. Yeah, they're smacking their plastic faces together from a distance. Well, they end up on this fucking train track, and Bad Cop reveals that he's got this crazy car that then turns into a plane after he gets like ramped off of the track. So he blows up the fucking track, and then Batman does show up, like you said. Well, yeah, like uh, Wild Style, she's all like, oh, thanks for trying to save my life back there, Emmett, even if it was pointless. And like, yeah, Batman comes in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they were like literally falling off the train track through the air, having this like slow down in time moment and bonding and about to touch hands. And yeah, then Batman. And she's like, oh, shit. Thanks, babe. Oh, it's Batman, my boyfriend. I was like, you. I was dying when I heard. I was like, you've got to be kidding. Like, I knew Batman was in this, but he's going to play her boyfriend. This is going to be and like nuts. the Batman was like a total piece of shit for the most part in this movie, which yeah, I, mean, I thought I feel was like, hilarious. I feel like realistically, Batman would be more of a piece of shit than you see in most depictions of Batman. You're probably right. Like, I don't know if that's true or not, and I don't mind that they write him as not one. I feel like that depiction's more realistic. It was refreshing to see them basically just go, yeah, he's kind of a dirtbag and not a good good guy. But he rolls in and he's like, yeah, um, we're going to drive through the sun and we're going to go to Cloud Cuckoo Land. 
And it's basically like what I imagine like a cartoon Tokyo would look like. All right, that makes sense. Just bright colors, flashing lights, utter insanity, just a free-for-all of Legos. No instructions whatsoever. And they like uh Unikitty's like breaking down the rules. Like she's like, There's no rules, there's no adults, there's no this, no that, you know, no negativity no negativity of any kind. And Wild Style's like, You just said no like a million times. And Unikitty's like, Yeah, there's also no consistency. Yeah. And so beautiful. It was great. So what they're there to do is meet up with it's a master builders meeting. They're yeah, all getting together inside meeting. this they're getting inside together inside this dog's head, which is like an old like Grecian Coliseum like speech area. That's yeah, what I'm gonna yeah, yeah. go with. Not the right term, but that's what I'm going with. And, and this is all the people we were listening off earlier. This is where they're at. They're just chilling. Fantasy, legend, myths, superheroes. Uh, nuts. It was how many people they had in there. And so basically he gives this like speech doesn't really go that well. And uh, everybody kind of bails. And then that's when fucking bad cop bursts through and he's like, "Uh oh, before then, before then we got we have the introduction of Nick Offerman as Metal Beard the Pirate. Oh, okay. One, yeah, of, the, yeah, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. coolest looking fucking characters in this movie. Like the epitome of just not following even, the instructions. Even Will Ferrell at the end's like, what is this, a robot pirate? Oh, it was so, so fucking cool. He's so got he, like a he, shark he, arm. Well, he's the one who gets, he's like, listen, I tried to take this fucking dude down before. I went to his tower and I got like in there, but I couldn't get in there because it's too heavily guarded. And there's this thing in there called the Think Tank. I don't know what the fuck that is, but apparently it's crazy. It's like a prison. He's like, I only got out of there with my head and my intestines. Well, yeah, it's a prison for other master builders that fucking Lord Business traps and then puts the machine on their brain. And, and they're actually the ones that think of the instructions. And they, and they think of like everything, basically. Yeah, he doesn't have to. The master builders are sapped of their Yeah, they're doing everything for him. But basically, Metalbeard's like, if I can't do it, you ain't got the skills to do it. Fuck you, dude. And either, people either leave or they start throwing trash at Emmett. And that's when Bad Cop shows up with his fleet. Yeah, and he's like, uh-oh, it's the bad guys. I love that. Well, as he's about to say, here's how they fuck it up. Everyone, like, rolls in his trash, and he's like, well, it can't get any worse than that. Emmett does. And the Orb of Titalist. The orb of Titalist. Comes through. It sounds like something fucking Matt Hardy would say if he yeah. were playing with Nero. or No, not Nero. What's the, the one where he Damascus. does a stupid voice? Dem- no, no, no. What's the one where he does a stupid voice, though? Is that the no Damascus was like when he was a god or some weird shit that didn't last for very long. But was the one where like broken Matt Hardy? I think it's just broken Matt yeah, Hardy. It might just be broken Matt Hardy. I think that's where he's the orb of Titalis. I I can't do it. I'm not even gonna try anymore. Anyway, that's what fucks the whole thing up, and they fuck everyone up. They start trapping people, right? Oh like, yeah, they get Superman. Like, the majority of them, except for the people that are on like 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 right around Emmett, right? Which is like just basically the crew we've already been introduced to. With a little bit of an, because Benny and Unikitty, like Unikitty was our tour through the city. So, okay, cool. She's in the mix. Benny, the spaceman, felt like he came in as kind of like a little joke, but he ends up getting thrown into the crew too. Like, yeah. oh shit, Benny, Benny's on for the ride. Awesome. Batman. Batman, Vitruvius, Wild Style. Is that the whole crew? I believe so. That is the whole crew for the time being. Well, they build this as a team. This gigantic like submarine thing, and they escape underwater while the whole 
Emmett's trying to like like help everyone and Vitruvius is like, No man, don't worry about what everybody else is building. Contribute your own thing. And so he builds the fucking double decker couch. Well, he built it. And everyone is like, That is the worst idea I've ever seen. I love how they introduce it too. Cause like Unikitty's like like getting angry, staring out the window of the submarine, like watching her whole fucking like home be destroyed. And Emmett like sidles up next to her and she's all he's all like, Oh, you wanna sit down and talk about it? And they pan out and there's the fucking double deck. And he explains couch. it. He talks about the coolers everybody the just coolers and the seats it. and just all of this shit. And yeah, everyone is just like, My God, man, you need to stop. And then the boat starts to fucking fall apart and water starts seeping in and it all gets destroyed. But they survive because they all get inside the coolers on the couch in the bunk couch. And it's, uh, as Charlie Day uh, points out, it's the only thing that survives the wreck. Oh, except for them. Except for them. That was actually also the reason Metalbeard came back to save them was Lord Business. He dismissed the double-decker couch. So he's like, we need ideas that are so stupid. Bad Cop and his fleet came and looked at the wreckage, and they said they found no living being, so they were all dead. So they didn't go back even with proof of a dead body, though. But yeah, they overlooked as the fleet that double-decker couch with the people inside of it. And so yeah, Metalbeard comes back, scoops them all up out of the ocean, and goes, we need to do this shit. So basically, you're in charge and so now. so Emmett's plan is basically like, no, we need to make a plan and then follow it. And that's how we're going to do this like they're never going to expect us to like make a plan follow follow a plan so they put together so he's like like he's like we're gonna build a ship right and then they're all like oh like a bat ship or a cool kitty ship or a spaceship and he's like no nah, man we're gonna build a normal ship that is just like all the other ships we're gonna follow the instructions that way we can get in. Well, first he says just a spaceship, and so Benny gets built in a spaceship real quick, and he's like, "Oh yeah, a spaceship like this." And that's when Pratt's. I was like, "No, no, a normal spaceship." And that's one of the times Benny kicks it and it falls apart. Yeah. So they get to working on all that shit, right? In the meantime, we got fucking the Star Wars crew rolls in at that point. Batman. We were talking about earlier, like, he took away to go on a boys trip with him. Well, really, he was just stealing their hyperdrive because they didn't have one. Yeah. So he comes back, like, just as, as Emmett and Wildstyle about to have a moment, he comes back and it stops that moment. And so they go and they, they build they build their ship. They get it ready to go. And there's this whole montage now of them entering into the office. And Batman throwing all the bat, like, the bat boomerangs or whatever. <laughs> like, and he, like, like throws, like... 15 of them oh yeah and then he finally hits it and he's like yeah first try yep and so they go in and there's like they go into the master control room where metalbeard reveals one of the rules of his which is never place your rear on a pirate's face yeah and then there's this plan that benny is supposed to disable the shield system him and fucking like metalbeard are chilling doing that while Wildstyle. Uh, Batman and Emmett are going to get the crazy glue cap onto the bottle. That's the plan right now. Well, Batman was originally supposed to go with Unikitty. That's true. And But he's like, yeah, I ditched the cat. Well, they, he did go with her initially as Bruce Wayne to be like, listen, here's the thing, bro. You need to change up about your plan, Lord Business. And I'm Bruce Wayne, and you're going to listen to me. You need to put some gigantic speakers on this thing that you've been building right now. Like... 
just put that shit on. And Lord Business like, you're right. You definitely do need to do that. So it gave them an opportunity. Like, it halted the proceedings. So they had to stop and put this on there. And that gave them yeah, the so opportunity. to gain more time. So, yeah, he left Unikitty in that meeting by herself, went down. And he's like, bro, I'm helping you out. These shields will be down any second right now. Fucking Wild Style is going to go take out these other chumps over here. Give us a signal. And then we're going to roll, right? Yeah, I love when, when Unikitty's in that meeting. And she's like business 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 is this working <laughs> yes it's like yes She's like yay <laughs> oh yeah that was really nice so good so they swing out because they get the signal and they're trying to get him over but the shield isn't down yet because it's voice activated and benny is saying disable shields and it's like no and a whole bunch of other random shit right i don't even remember what it was oh there was so many different things and it was basically telling him everything but disable the shields and finally metal beard's able to be like he says in some like pirate language where he's like ye old shield go down or something it's like disable the shields shields." (laughs) so it does like are you fucking serious that's like basically charlie day is saying that well they finally they chuck him in he's about to put the cap on the glue he's in his mind i guess like feet away but like fractions of a centimeter away in real life, right? Yeah. But then he notices Lucy getting captured. He's like, no, Lucy! Because she had just revealed her real name to him as Lucy right before yeah. this. They're, they're bonding they even more. almost touched hands again, and then Batman caught him. <laughs> and then when she's leaving to go do her thing, Emmett's like, bye, Lucy. And Batman's like, who's Lucy? Yeah, Batman's like... Who's that? So he gets all fucked up, gets knocked off of the thing where the crazy glue is, and then the shields get put back up again because Lord Business knows what's going on at this point. They get him, they trap him, everyone's fucking caught, and he gets put hooked up to a battery, right? They're all brought to the think tank. They're all hooked up except for him into the fucking mind-stealing device, right? Kind of like, again, like a Matrix almost. Like when you're in the little pods, except way less gross. And then he's strapped to a battery that's on eventually a hundred Mississippi countdown, and then everything's gonna get fucked, right? Well, before that, he slight he takes the the sword of exact zero and cuts the the cap off of his back. He's like, "You can't have this shit." Bricks, no, and he throws it out the window out, into which basically gets off the table in in yeah. in the real world. But to them, it's just this purple vortex of just a black hole, basically. And he even said to good cop bad cop earlier in the movie he's like i just want to throw somebody out this window so bad oh yeah they they definitely bad cop's like i know you do sir because yeah, it was after he had let them escape he was like threatening him basically i will throw you into the vortex if you don't stop fucking around and lord business is like okay so 100 mississippi countdown is on i'm getting the fuck out of here right now this shit's about to blow uh bad cop you're staying here sorry bro he's like i gotta go fucking ice the whole town the whole world it's just business lord business business. i fucking love that and so the top of the office building like disconnects and starts flying like a fucking wild ass spaceship right and it's got the crazy glue hoses and the whole movie the build-up is to taco tuesday and he's convinced the people on tv that he's gonna come around with tubes of tacos on tuesday and feed you with them so they're all just sitting there just waiting for it taco Boom, they all get nailed with crazy glue. So shit's going wild. And Chris Pratt's like, what the fuck am I going to do? And Benny's up in there. He's like, you'll you'll figure it out, right, man? Like, I believe in you. And then that's when Chris Pratt's all like, dude, you heard him, right? Like, Vertuvius even said that this is bullshit. He made it up. I'm not special. 
I'm just a normal fucking person. We overlooked the fact that Vitruvius was beheaded and killed earlier. Oh, yeah. He was murdered by Lord Business. Lord Business takes a penny because he's got all these human relics. He, like, flicks a penny in his head and it separates it from his body. And he's trying to tell Emmett something before he dies, but he can't. But he comes back here as Ghost Vitruvius. Yeah, and then he tells him, he's like, he's like, yeah, I might have made up the prophecy. He's like, but it doesn't matter because you're still special, man. He's like, all you got to do is believe. I know it sounds like some shit on a cat poster, but it's true. And so as the countdown is about to hit zero and shit's about to be totally fucked, Chris Pratt, like, has, I keep calling him either Chris Pratt or Emmett. I keep going back and forth. Yeah, so do I. I think the- It's Emmett. doesn't matter. The listeners. He fucking- he knocks himself over on a battery and then, like, scoots it all the way to the fucking window, throws himself out until he falls through the void. The battery disconnects from what it's been plugged into, and, like, he's gone. But it ends, like, the think tank stops, and everyone's free. And they're like, all right, we gotta go fuck some shit up. Benny, build a spaceship. Fucking Wild Styles are like, no. It's true. But this is when we... When Good Cop kicks the door back in, he's all like, I still got no, a no, no. cop inside me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He paint, he's paints it on with his yeah, own fucking... he draws fucking... it out with a sharpie, and he's like, yay, you guys go get him. And so the citizens are, like, out in the streets, like, revolting against this right now themselves, kind of, like, running away, and he's like, fuck this shit, I'm pissed off. But... Emmett's on the floor, and he that's sees the, thing. the this kid is when... running around, he's like, what is that? It's adorable yeah yeah that's right <laughs> we finally enter the real world here we see emmett as an actual lego piece immovable on the floor and emmett's there we're not in lego world anymore so it's like oh shit okay um the kid steps on him at first but then he notices him he picks him up he's like oh hi emmett and pratt's about to ask about this man upstairs business when the man upstairs comes downstairs yeah, will ferrell walks down the stairs and he he sees like all the like craziness going on on all of, like because like this Dude, is that his, kid? this is his setup right like he's got it set up in the basement and he's got like signs all over like you know don't do touch, not touch hands off like, no it's like he says to his kid because this kid's like but the, you buy him at the toy store he's like yeah but I'm using them in an adult way yeah and he's like and I'm like man like, you weirdo he's like he's like he's like. Yeah, but the box says 8 to 14. He's like, that's just a suggestion. They have to put that. Like, I'm sorry. You got two little kids, and that's how I do. What a turd. He was being a real turd. And so he legitimately is like, we're fixing this now, and starts gluing shit together. What, does he go through a dozen bottles of crazy glue that they show in this montage? Oh, yeah, he is just gluing everything. Down. And, like, he's just, like, picking shit up that his kid had, like, changed. And he's just like, not that's fucked. He's like breaking half of it off, being like, all right, I gotta fix this, and let me fucking squirt some glue on there and put this oh, down. Yeah. But yeah, he's got like all these wor- worlds meticulously made, so like, I can understand the hobby and shit, like, cause it w- it looked cool, but like, yeah, I get it. Not when you got kids. Got and kids, he, man. Right, his kid, his kid had. His kid had, like, one bucket of mismatched Legos that his dad was like, you can build with those. Oh, he's like, he's like, yeah, you got your stuff over by the by the Christmas decorations? So I'll concede you this. That's fine. If you want to be a total fucking dork-ass adult and, like, 
do that with your Legos, you better be buying your kid just as many fucking Legos. Oh, yeah. Or you're a turd. You're a fucking turd. You need to either cut your budget in half if you can't do that and get them for the kid, too. Or you need to let that kid go buck wild on your shit. Which he eventually does seem to let him, like, well, that's that's the whole point of this. He does. He absolutely does. But we got to get to that first, though, right? Because Pratt, le- legitimately, in the real world, his dad, Will Ferrell, takes the, the actual real figure and he's about to glue them together. But he's on the table. Somehow, in the real world, Emmett wills himself to move and fall off the table. Oh, it's funny when Will Ferrell keeps looking at him. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was hilarious. Well, they blur they blur that line between, oh, is this real life or is this fantasy? Yeah. Which I think is is fun. Oh, I love it. I love blurring that line. Like, because for the most part, you could just take it as a straight up, like. This is this kid's imagination. Yeah, when we're in that world, it's the kid's imagination. When we're out, it's what's happening. But when that thing actually moves, it's like, okay, well, that's blurs the line enough that it intrigues me. Like, and that's what I liked about it. They threw that out there enough to go, well, this may Maybe your imagination is reality. And then when Emmett hits the floor, like, he hits the floor again off that table, and his, like, Will Ferrell's looking for the X-Acto knife. He's like, oh, where's my X-Acto blade? And his kid's like, oh, I think I saw it in one of those other lands. And Ferrell's like, oh, thanks, bud. And he gets up to go get it, and, like, the little kid runs over, and he grabs Emmett, and he's like, all right, man, I gotta get you back in there. And he, like, he takes that, like, like a tube, it says magic tube or something like that on it, like or magic portal or something, and he like shoots him through it back into the fucking like into the city. And so he comes through, and he's realized now after being out there, he is now an, a master builder. He can see what's around him and build shit. So he builds this. He's back in his construction site. He builds this wild ass robot out of fucking like wrecking balls and cranes and shit. He's wrecking shop on all these micromanagers, which are like the assistance of the glue building that's floating in the air. Yeah, it's hard to say exactly (laughs) what it is. They hold people in place for the glue to come and fuck them up is what I gathered from it. Or they came after they were glued and positioned them the way that he wanted them. Yeah, like... Well, he's on his way. He's on his way and he's fucking shit up. And he's fucking shit up helping everyone out because all his people were totally screwed and about to be arrested. They were cornered and it was over for them. Then all of a sudden he's getting bogged down and Unikitty sees it. And you said earlier she was repressing that negativity and she said that was part of living in Cloud Cuckoo Land. You had to repress it and surely it would never be a problem. Well, thankfully it wasn't a problem here. It helped out because she cuts loose. Oh yeah, she just destroys a bunch of these micromanagers and is able to get them like... Like she basically gives him an opening. Oh, she clears his way. So like, yeah, he's like... He just starts fucking shit up, and then he ends up, he's like, all right, I'm going in, and he goes into that, like, the top of the building that was, like, floating in the city, and I thought that was really cool when they shoot back to, like, real life, and Will Ferrell is talking to his kid. He's like, what happened to the tower? And he's like, <laughs> I don't oh, know. it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you accidentally. like, you accidentally, meticulously, perfectly took off just the top (laughs) he's like yeah it's an accident and so we cut to now because he had put emmett inside of there and in fantasy lord business has glued him to his spot and he's like bro i'm about to fuck your world up and chris pratt's like no dude like 
do you see how great it is that people can do what they want to do and they're out there fucking just free living their lives? Why do you want to control everyone like that? And more business like, go fuck yourself, bro. Like, this is bullshit. Well, that's we're kind of like, we're bouncing back and forth between the animation, you know, imagination world of the child in real life. And that's when Will Ferrell's kind of like, also, he's like, hmm. He's like, well, he opens up all this stuff, bud. Well, he opens up the top of the building. And looks inside, and he pulls out the character that is clearly representing the villain, and he takes off the like suit it was in. He looks at it, and he's like, "Oh shit, that's me! This Lego looks exactly like me." Or maybe he knew it was like, him. So, uh, Dude, the kind of Lego business is the bad guy, huh? The kind of Lego nerd he was. He probably had that shit like custom made to look just like him. And oh, yeah. his kid was like, "Boop! Now you're the bad dude." And yeah, he's like, "So Lord Business is the bad guy." God damn it. And then he's like, well, it's like, damn, you, you made all these things, buddy? He's like, how'd you do that? He's like, oh, I just kind of changed some of the shit you had, man. He's like, so what would what would uh, the construction worker say to Lord Business? And that's when they get back. Into he's the, like, uh, you don't have to be the bad guy. And the dude, Will Ferrell's like, all right, bro. In fantasy world, the president gives... He, like, hugs Chris Pratt when Chris Pratt calls him special. And he gives him the cap, which he had been given by the kid again in real life. And so President Business puts it back on the fucking crazy glue himself. And then the top of the building does explode oh, as prophesied. That's right. They were saying a couple of times, in like, yeah, we don't know if it's going to explode or not, but it might. And sure enough, it did. And Batman comes back, but he gets fucking, he's like. It was, like, right before Lucy and Emmett were about to hold hands at the very end of the movie. Once again, for, like, the third or fourth time, he interrupts it. But he's like, listen, I. He's like, he's the hero that you need or that you deserve. Yeah. And then, like, they go and hold hands and kiss, and that's when the end of the movie is, right before the Duplos come down and say that they're going to destroy him. They show Will Ferrell and the kid, like, they get out the fucking... Oh, and the mom yelled down the stairs, like, hey, it's, you know, dinner's almost ready, Taco Tuesday, your favorite. Yep, and they unglue all the characters, which is why they're late for Taco Tuesday dinner. They reunite all the families that the kid had created, and then his dad's like, since I'm going to let you play down here now... I'm going to let your sister play down here, too. And, yeah, the Duplo show up, and it's like... um Well, and then they... Well, which I think is kind of a stretch, because, like, they allude that she's much younger than the son, right? Younger, yeah. So if he's this whole time been, like, super stingy on it, and now he's just going to start letting his son play with him, you'd think that he wouldn't let his daughter, who's, like much younger and maybe might not be totally safe playing with those smaller legos in general like start to play with them bro like i just feel like that's a little bit of a stretch for his character but it, it doesn't really matter it's yeah i fun, mean uh, that's yeah you're going way too thinking way too hard about it at that point because the duplo showing up and talking like they're the little kids on south park is just way too oh, much great. way too much for me to have you can't pass that opportunity up i'm sorry no yeah that's why especially and, and, if so it's the premise of the sequel things that come out of especially it. if it's the premise of the sequel like I, I guess you know what i'll hold my opinion well i still think it's a great ending for this but it might not be a great premise for a sequel. I'll need to watch it and find out. Maybe we'll do it for a future 50 Randy Quades. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Very possible. But I guess that brings us to the point in the podcast we are going to rate this movie on the the 50 Randy Quades grading scale of 1 to 50 Randy Quades, where 1 is the worst. This movie sucked. And 50 is the best. You know, great movie. Or 2 to 49. 
literally anything in between. IMDb rates the Lego movie 38.5 out of 50 Randy Quaid's. Do you want to go first because it's your pick or do you want me to go first because it's your pick? Uh, Sure, I'll go first. I don't think it's any secret. I fucking love this movie. I think it is awesome. I'm going to give it a 50 out of 50 Randy Quaid's. There's obviously some things that aren't totally great about the movie like we just pointed out. I actually thought it was a little bit long, but it mostly hit stride for stride without having any issues throughout the movie. I thought it was a great story with multiple different things that you can interpret from it and lots of fucking comedy, lots of explosions, lots of action, great story. And then that twist at the end too, where it's like, Oh, this isn't just like a story. It's also like, it's based on something within the story. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, 50 out of 50. I strongly recommend everybody to see this movie. I will see it again, and I already own it. All right, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to give it a 50 as well. I almost knew it was going to be a 50 without having anything other than the little bit of knowledge I had. But it even exceeded my expectations. Like I know I'm not allowed to go above a 50, but I might consider it. If I, if, if I could, no, that's too high. I'm thinking maybe a 51. I mean, you got to be reserved when you're breaking the scale. You can't get too crazy. Unless we're moving up to a scale of 100, we can't get too crazy. But that would just eradicate everything we've done so far. And none of that's important right now. 100 Randy Quaid's just doesn't sound right. There's too many of them. I swear to God. So I've had this complaint about other children's movies watched in the past. Either they didn't have enough adult humor or the adult humor they had didn't hit right for me. This was perfect. There was definitely enough here to bite on as an adult that you can go, yes, I enjoy this. But there's all of it can exist within the kids' realm, too, because none of it's, like, dirty or bad or wrong. It's just often concepts that they don't understand as a seven-year-old. They don't just don't get it yet, but all the explosions and the wild action and the more broad emotional things, the love triangle, the bad versus good, good cop, bad cop even is like kind of in the middle of whether they might understand. Like there's teaching you people can have two sides. Oh shit. Okay. Either way, it just works on every level for every member of every audience. And that's rare. I think for a children's movie to hit it as hard as this did just for everyone across the board, I will watch it again. I would recommend it. And it's already been ordered to be a part of my collection. Fantastic. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that I was able to suggest a good movie. It's something I would have gotten to eventually, but as I've said many times on this episode, when that's going to happen is often a matter of who knows. But this is a good way to force me to watch a number of things. Whether it ends up being good in the end or not is up to fate, but today it was a good day. Yeah, there's another movie we add to the 50 Club here at 50 Randy Quaid's, and I think we can all agree that you can catch all of our new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, 50randyquades.com. Please, 50randyquades.com. Do it. Please. You'll love it. Of course. Yeah, you'll, you'll love it. It's the greatest website on the internet. It's easily the greatest website I've ever created. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Next time on 50 Randy Quades. A movie review podcast. Episode 131. Bad Lieutenant. Oh no. Port of Call New Orleans. Oh no, it's time for that, huh?
Well, it is time once again for Hashtag Cage Talk Edition. The 54th one. And that brings us to New Orleans, baby. A, a place I want to go back to so badly. And maybe someday. A place I have never been to. But that's what we'll be watching next episode. Until next time. We watch movies so you don't have to. Peace, Peace out. out.